Welcome to Global Visionaries, Deep Wells of Wisdom and Truth, the official podcast of the Ash Exchange International, where we aim to build and bring transformative change to individuals, communities, and institutions through the exploration of deep wells of godly wisdom and biblical truth. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Evans, and on today's episode, I will be sharing a prayer from the Ash Exchange International's daily morning prayer call, which emphasizes the importance of establishing and or strengthening your spiritual foundation through consecration. I pray this prayer blesses you and encourages you to build for and with God. Hey, good morning, everyone. I hope y'all are doing well. Um, We're going to go ahead and get started. Um, If the Holy Spirit has pressed anything upon your heart for you to share to everyone, go ahead and unmute. share some things that the Holy Spirit was highlighting um, this morning. Uh, He was really highlighting a lot of different things, and so um, I'm going to try to summarize to the best of my ability. Um, One thing that he was emphasizing was in regards to this consecration season. And the thing is, one thing he was highlighting was understanding the focus and the purpose of this season of consecration and fasting. And how, although many would want to go into it with the mindset of, I'm fasting for this job, I'm fasting for marriage, I'm fasting for this, this, and this. Ultimately, the Holy Spirit just kept highlighting. He was like, no, this fast. Is for the sake of your foundation and your relationship with him. And he reminded me of how this fast is what's helping shift things within us. It's teaching us how to respond differently. It's dealing with our soul. It's helping us to embody self-control through the Holy Spirit, meaning we don't react, meaning we don't, we're not shaken by things, uh, meaning we, when something happens, we know how to respond according to the Holy Spirit. And he reminded me first of what happened when um, there was a storm and Jesus fell asleep. Um, in Mark 4, let me find it be all over the scripture this time. Mark 4, 35. And I'll read the New King James Version. But Mark 4, 35 through 41. It says, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. And that's Jesus speaking. 
Then it says, Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was, great, there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and sea obey him? And I thought this was important because the reality is there's a lot of things happening naturally and spiritually in the church, outside the church. There's a lot of shaking and whatnot. And there's a tendency in people's human nature to react, to become worried, to become anxious. And um, like these emotions start rising up. Like I know for myself personally, I can't speak to people who are, are extremely emotional in terms of when something happens because I begin to feel their anxiousness. And even when reading this, like I could sense the, the fear, the anxiousness of those who are on the boat. But the reality is, is that Jesus Christ, he said, peace be still. And that is a model of how God wants us to respond to things as they come up. Meaning we're not panicking, we're not frantic, we're not treating it like it's the end of the world, but we take into account of who we serve as our father. Understanding that we serve the father who created everything. And we serve the father who also gave us authority to speak towards things that they may cease. It's, you know, speaking his word, of course. And one thing that was significant was when he asked, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And the reality is that fear and faith, they cannot coexist. Um, And we have to be very mindful of that. Like I hear all the time, you know, people say, yeah, do it scared and stuff like that. But I really challenge us to even make a list of what we are afraid of, because sometimes we don't acknowledge it. And when we acknowledge it, we can bring it before our father and say, Father, like, this is something I'm afraid of. Can you help me? Can you help me dismantle this this belief, this thought? Can you help me break down and, you know, destroy this fear? And eventually what he'll do, he'll start showing you his truth. So that way he'll start showing you more about himself to dismantle that lie that creates that fear. And even with that, you know, that's why he was emphasizing this fast, this fasting season, this consecration season is not necessarily about you getting what you want, but it's about you knowing who he is. And so he took me back to Matthew 6:33, and the Amplified version says, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God and all these things will be given to you also and so I thought it was important to remember that this is a Matthew 6 33 season 
He is asking us to not just seek after the things of the kingdom, but understanding, seeking his righteousness, seeking to be like him, seeking to allow him to transform some things within us that we may look like him, that we may function like him, that we may have his character, that we will have his mindset. So it's about like a lot of times we'll stop at seek his kingdom, meaning what he wants us to do on this earth, but understand his righteousness. We, he wants us to be in right standing just as he's in right standing. He wants us to carry his moral and ethic standard. Um, and that's what this fast is about. It's about shifting things within us. And so there will be moments where you get frustrated, you get upset, you get ag- easily agitated, you get anxious. But it's not to to take you to a place of pointing fingers. It's not to take you to a place of of passivity, but it's a place that where you say, well, Holy Spirit, what is in me that needs to be removed or that needs to be replaced with your character, your nature to help me to not be reactive because I want to respond differently. And the goal is for us to respond differently because when we respond, just as Jesus Christ did when that storm came, he took authority. He said, peace be still. He, he, he wasn't frantic. He wasn't worried. And so there's, there's a level of maturity that the Holy Spirit is trying to bring us to, to where we're, our emotions are not all over the place. You know, you hear this, you hear that. You're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen with the church? What's going to happen with jobs? You know, famine's coming. Like, he's like, I need you postured and so rooted in me that you do not become reactive you do not become fearful because you know who he is and you know he is the father that can do all things and you know that he is not going to forsake you and so he also took me to psalm 37 um, 4 through 7 and this is the amplified and it says uh, trust rely on and have confidence in the lord and do good dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and petitions of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him also, and he will do it. He will make your righteousness, your pursuit of right standing with God, like the light and your judgment, like the shining of the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord. Wait patiently for him and entrust yourself to him. And so a few key words that I noticed were repetitive words to trust him. Um, also, the idea of being still, the stillness, meaning being silent. When I say silent, it's not to take away your voice to speak out against negative things, but silent in terms of not opening our mouths to say those things that do not align with the word of God, not speaking fear, not speaking worry, not speaking anxiousness and understanding that this is such a critical point for each of us because he's like, I need you to know my faithfulness. I need you to know that as you spend time with me, I'm handling everything else. And so there's an internal work that he's doing during this fast. And understand, like, it's not to negate the desires that we have because he actually plants desires in our heart. You know, he'll he'll give us a desire. 
you know, for the things like marriage or having children or having a certain career or having wealth. He'll give us those desires as long as they are honoring him. So even with that, you know, we want to definitely always assess the desire we have and ask ourselves, how is this driving forward? God's mandate for this earth? How is this driving for his kingdom? How is this aligned with his righteousness? Like those are the questions we have to ask to assess um, how things are going. And then even when, um, because I also went to 1 John 2 and I was reading the rest of the book, um, 1 John 2, 12 through, um, let me see, what's the last verse in that chapter? Through 29. And even when reading through that, you know, one thing, like I said, 1 John really helps us to understand who God is. And in this portion, we learn about God as being righteous. And I thought it was significant that he kept highlighting righteous and righteousness. Because the reality is, is that if you notice what's happening in the church and in the world, you're seeing the, the, the line very clearly between those who are functioning for Christ and then those who are functioning for the enemy. And you're seeing very clearly what righteousness looks like and what unrighteousness looks like. And it was interesting because in verse 15, he tells us, do not love the world or things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. And that is very critical to what we're seeing now because we see, we've seen a lot of mixture. But it literally is like the Lord is placing a mandate. Like he's drawing the line and he's saying, you got to pick a side. Either you're going to be with him or you're going to choose to be with the world. And, you know, even when he talked about the lust of the flesh, like I said, God is doing the internal work with us. And so if you're struggling to understand, well, what is the example of the flesh? Well, Galatians 5, 19 through 21 tells us what those what those um, aspects of the flesh are like normally we go to Galatians 5 to talk about the fruit of the spirit but if you go to Galatians 5 19 it tells us that now the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery fornication uncleanness lewdness idolatry sorcery hatred contentions jealousies outbursts of wrath selfish ambitions dissensions heresies envy murders drunkenness revelries and and the like of which i tell you beforehand just as i also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of god and so understanding that those things if you like i'm not a big news person but you don't even have to watch the news to see that there's a, a an increase there's a a growth of the flesh in operation and even when it says lust, you know, those desires, what are we desiring? Are our desires rooted in these things or are they, are they rooted in the fruit of the spirit? And so we definitely just want to make sure that we keep ourselves intentionally praying and covering ourselves in regards to these things because our soul, like, like I said, this is a battle of souls and the enemy is trying to take people out very quickly 
And I noticed in first John, he mentions, you know, the antichrist spirit. And I say spirit because yes, we, we see, you know, in scripture where it talks about, there will be a person who functions in that capacity, like trying to get um, one world order and trying to pass all these policies that are anti-Christ and whatnot. But what I noticed in verse 18 of first John two is that he, he not only mentions the antichrist is coming, but he says, even now many antichrists have come by which we know that it is the last hour. He says they went out from us, but they were not of us for if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. And so even with that, like there are people who are coming out of the body of Christ who function with the anti-Christ mentality, meaning they speak against Christ. They speak against Jesus and um, who he is and his being. And that's the great deception that's coming in this last hour because of simple fact, we have a lot of people who are teaching things and speaking things that are not aligned to Christ and his teachings. And so, you know, that antichrist spirit is here. It's already infiltrating the world and the church and whatnot. And, but he is reminding us that's why it's so important for us to abide in his presence and to be intentional about cultivating our relationship with him. Because once again, if we know him, then we are able to recognize, we're able to become not become him but function like him we're able to see like him we're able to discern effectively so that way we're not being deceived because ultimately yes we want to blame all these false teachers pastors apostles evangelists and stuff but us as sheep we are responsible for having a personal relationship with the holy spirit we are responsible of cultivating that relationship and when it says abide it means remaining and a lot of times people are like the works don't matter the works don't matter but the works they don't save us the works did not give us salvation the works they don't make God love us, but the works help us to abide in him. The works help us to maintain our relationship with him. And so all our spiritual disciplines, a lot of times people be like, you don't have to do all that. It doesn't matter. It matters in terms of us putting the effort in to make sure we're sustaining the relationship we have with God. And The reality is it's not crazy because the thing is just imagine all the things that we do to sustain and maintain natural relationships like with our family, with our loved ones, with our future spouse. We go above and beyond and do a lot of stuff to demonstrate our value of that relationship. So why why wouldn't we do that and more? to show value for our relationship with Christ, the most important relationship. And so I just want to help us to make sure that we don't feel like we're doing stuff to get God to love us. Like, no, we already have his love. When we, we already, he already gave us the option of salvation. Like the only thing we had to do was choose to receive it. But the reality is, is that we're in a season where we need to be intentional about remaining in him, cultivating that relationship, sustaining that relationship. And so, um, so those were some things that he was highlighting just based off of just meditating on the scripture and whatnot. And so I'm going to go ahead 
and just cover us as the Holy Spirit leads. Um, because like I said, this, this season of consecration, I know it may be a challenge for some people, um, and everybody's fast looks different. So I also want to pray against the spirit of condemnation and that, and a comparison, because I know some people are fasting, you know, out of an unhealthy mindset. Um, and I'm really praying that nobody in this ministry is fasting to the point of your sickness, because that's not the will of God. Because you got to remember the fasting is about sustaining, remaining, and abiding in Christ. And not so much about you starving yourself. Like you have to make sure your focus, your motive, your uh, your purpose is being aligned with Christ. And so not sitting here dying intentionally, but being mindful about those things. So Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you. First, we thank you so much for your presence. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all that you have poured out on us, Lord. Father God, we thank you that you are righteous. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are faithful. We thank you that you are kind and you are loving and that you are mindful of each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you that you desire for us to be made righteous just as you are righteous. We thank you that you are holy and you desire for us to be made holy just as you are holy. Father God, I just want us to take a moment to examine our hearts, Lord God, that Lord Heavenly Father, we would bring every form of fleshliness to subjection to the Holy Spirit, that you would reveal to us, Lord God, the areas of the flesh that are stumbling blocks and hindrances from our ability to move forward, Lord God. Help us in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that we would be able to 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 allow the Holy Spirit self-control to come and and super help us to supersede the things of the world Heavenly Father Father God I thank you that you are calling us for it Lord to be very intentional about allowing you to do the work within us allowing you to let your word cleanse and purify us Lord God Father God, I pray that we don't run from the pruning, that we don't run from the purging, but Lord, that we delve deeper, that we go into this, Lord God, asking those questions, giving those answers, really self-reflecting upon those things, Lord, that have created a sense of fear within us, Lord God. Father God, we cast out every fear that has lingered, Lord God. Father God, we cast out every every worry that has caused us to, to delay moving forward, that has caused us to not even approach you authentically heavenly father lord i just break off every mindset that hinders us lord god from coming to you fully as our full selves lord god for you created us you already know everything about us but father god you value relationship you value communication with us so lord i just pray that we would willingly freely authentically transparently and show vulnerability with you lord god that we will open up to you heavenly father that we will allow you to do the heart surgery that is necessary in us lord god father god i thank you that this is a season of heavy forgiveness lord lord god i thank you that even now you are allowing little offenses to take place for the sake of seeing us seeing how we respond lord so lord i thank you that you are helping us to recognize through the holy spirit when things happen we will not become fearful and react and we will not go off in our in attitudes and stuff but lord we will pause and we will seek the holy spirit and allow the holy spirit to help us to respond accordingly
according to the Holy Spirit, Lord. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that even in this season, Lord, where there is sickness running rampant, Lord God, where there are situations with finances running rampant, that Lord God, just as Jesus said, peace be still, we will speak to these different storms that are upon us and we will say, peace be still. And Father God, we will not be frantic, but we will recognize and remember who you are. We will trust in your faithfulness, Heavenly Father. We will trust in the the omniscience, the omnipotence, and the omnipresence, Lord God, that you embody, Heavenly Father. Understanding that you see all things, you know all things, and you are and you already are, are aware of all things, Heavenly Father. So you already know the things that we encounter, but you are trusting, you are checking to see, Heavenly Father, how we will we respond, Lord God? So in this season, Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you that you are teaching us, Lord, to to function as you function, Lord God, to walk in the authority that you carry, Lord God, to be so, to be so not knowing and to be so confident and trusting in who you are that we ourselves do not become frantic when we see the things of this world taking place. Even with the weather warnings, Lord God, Father, I thank you that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. I thank you that our homes are protected, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that the storm will not move us, Lord God, that despite it happening, Lord, we say, peace be still. Lord God, every every natural disaster alert we have in Texas, in the northeast up part of the U.S., all over the world, Lord God, we declare in the mighty name of Jesus, we say, peace be still, that those, Lord God, who are who are your children are covered by the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that there will be no, no, no harm to our homes, there will be no harm to our families, there will be no harm to any of us, Heavenly Father. So, Lord God, I thank you that you are breaking off every form of fear. Lord God, that you are teaching us to trust that you are the Father who loves us, that you are the faithful one, that you are the righteous one. Father God, that it is not your desire that any of us should fall away or should be defeated, Father God. In fact, you died that we may have victory, Heavenly Father. So, Lord God, we just declare and decree in the mighty name of Jesus that we have victory in all things, Lord God. And Heavenly Father, no matter what it looks like, we know ultimately we are victorious Lord God so we go into things Lord knowing that the victory is already done no matter how many negative things we see around us Father God we will continue to declare and decree your word and to remember who you are to remember your identity and to remember Lord God that because of your identity we are able to know our identity Heavenly Father and Lord God I just pray for us all Lord God that if there is anything within us Heavenly Father that is connected to this world where we have defined ourselves by the things of this world. Father, I call forth, Lord, that there will be a severing of ties. Lord God, that you will break off every ungodly soul tie uh, between us and anything of this world, Lord God. That we would not look anything like the darkness of this world, Heavenly Father. That there will be a clear sight, Lord God, that we are functioning in the light, that there is no darkness in us, Lord God. There is no mixture, Lord God. Father God, we are not lukewarm in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And Father God, just pray for the body of Christ, Heavenly Father, that there will be a choosing in this season, Lord God, that there will be a pruning, Lord God, that you will allow 
the conviction of the Holy Spirit to come upon us, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I just pray, Lord, that there will be an ambush, Lord God, a resurrection of your spirit upon those, Lord, who have been battling with darkness, Lord. And Father God, I pray that you begin to reveal yourself in the dreams of those, Heavenly Father, who are falling away from you, Heavenly Father, that they will be snatched back, Heavenly Father, back into your court, back into your covering, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we call forth, Heavenly Father, a great increase of, of healing, of deliverance, of uh, repentance, of reconciliation back to you, Heavenly Father. That, Lord God, the harvest is coming, Lord Jesus. This is why the shaking is taking place. Because you need the church to be ready, Heavenly Father, to receive the harvest that is coming forth. So, Father God, even in the midst of the shaking, Lord, solidify our faith in you. Help us, Lord God, to understand that if we are so shaken to fall away from you, then we never had a strong foundation in you. So right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, I call forth a, a strengthening of our foundations, Lord God, a rebuilding of our foundations, Lord God. I declare and decree in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that the breaking that may be taking place in the lives of anyone, Lord God, is not for the sake of tearing us down, but it's to build us back up in the identity, in the, in the, in the, in the understanding of who you are, Heavenly Father. So Lord God, in the mighty mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I just declare and decree that you are strengthening each and every one of us, Lord God, that you are helping us to walk in the like-mindedness of Christ. Lord God, you are making the things of this world repulsive, Lord God, that we don't even have the taste, Lord God, to engage in things that please the enemy, Heavenly Father, that we will not do things to appease others, Lord God. We will not do things to make the world feel comfortable, but Father God, we will do things that shine the light of Christ upon this world, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I declare and decree that when people see us, Lord God, they see Christ, Lord God, that they will be that they want to ask us questions about Christ. So, Father God, we break down the barriers, Heavenly Father. We don't allow ourselves, Heavenly Father, to function in a capacity, Lord, where we are creating confusion, Lord God, because we are not consistent. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, right now we just repent, Heavenly Father. And Lord, we just ask for forgiveness for the times that we engage in environments, Lord God. And we dumb down your spirit for the sake of assimilating or being liked by uh, by people of the world. Father God, the spirit of the world does not care. The enemy does not care. His goal is to dismantle us, Lord God. The enemy's goal is to is to silence and quiet the Holy Spirit in us. So, Lord God, I just call forth, Lord, a boldness and a courage in your children, Lord God, that we will not become fearful, Heavenly Father, that we will not compromise in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help us, Lord God, that we would go forth knowing that we are the ones who have the power and the authority of Christ, that we have rule, reign, and dominion because we were created in the in the image of Christ. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just call forth a level of conviction that challenges us, Lord God, to really evaluate how we how we represent you in this world. And Father God, understanding, Heavenly Father, that it is that we may be the closest thing to people knowing you. So, Lord, that is a way itself. 
So Lord God, forgive us if we were the stumbling block for people for not coming to you. If we were the ones that caused people to say, oh, Christ is not worth it because they don't, they, they're not consistent. They looking like us. Father God, forgive us in the name of Jesus for functioning in the lukewarm mindset, Heavenly Father. Lord, we repent in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. We repent for allowing ourselves to function in junk drunkenness. We repent, Lord God, for allowing our tongue to speak words of the world, Heavenly Father. We repent, Lord God, for uttering word curses, Lord God. We repent for complaining. We repent, Lord God, for dumbing down the Holy Spirit, for grieving the Holy Spirit, Lord God. Heavenly Father, forgive us, Lord, in the body of Christ, Lord. Help us to rise up, Lord God. Help us to be the mighty warriors that you have called us to be. Help us to keep our head up and to walk with confidence, Lord God. Father, in the, in the name of Jesus, Lord, and I just break off every form of pride and self-righteousness, Lord God. Heavenly Father, help us be freed and delivered from those things, Lord God. That, Heavenly Father, we will recognize that even though we can walk in confidence, Lord, you have not called us to arrogance. You not have called you have not called us to belittle anyone, Lord God. You have not called us to think of ourselves more highly than anyone, Lord God. It doesn't matter if they don't know you, Lord God. We have to understand that there is a level of humility that you have called us to walk with. The the level of humility that Jesus Christ walked with, Lord God. So, Lord, help us to humble ourselves and to not be haughty. Help us, Lord God, to not look down upon those who are in the death state, Lord God, meaning they are functioning with the enemy. They do not have your spirit. They do not know who you are. Lord God, I pray that compassion would saturate our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would teach us, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to walk with love, Heavenly Father, that you would teach us in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, to be loving, to be compassionate, to be understanding, Lord God, to be willing to teach, Heavenly Father, those who don't know you, Lord God. Father God, I break off that spirit of apathy that we that many carry, Heavenly Father, thinking that's not my responsibility. When in, in fact, you have called us to be disciples so that we can disciple others. You have called us to know you so that we, way we can tell the testimony of Christ. Father, God, help us get back to the basics of why you created us. Help us to remember the, uh, the foundational mandates that you have for us. Help us to not get confused between purpose and assignments, Heavenly Father. Help us to remember, Lord God, that you have called us, Heavenly Father, to be your vessels, to be your disciples. Lord, you have called us, Heavenly Father, to operate and bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. You have called us, Heavenly Father, to make disciples of men, to win souls for your glory, to tell the testimony of Jesus Christ, to live a life that is pleasing to you, Lord God, so that it may shine a light to those, Lord God, who are searching, who have voice, Heavenly Father. Lord God, I, I declare and decree this will be the greatest level of redemption that takes place, Lord God. This will be the greatest season of harvest that we ever see. This will be the greatest level of reconciliation back to Christ. This will be the greatest level of true salvation, Lord God. And Father God, I just repent on behalf of any church, Lord God, who is bringing in salvation but not teaching people what that really means, Lord God. Father God, I pray against every false salvation, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that your people are who are coming to the body, Lord, that they are brought under true leadership who teaches them what it really means to truly 
truly trust you, Lord God, that they themselves will be able to count the cost, that they themselves will be able to say, you know what, but God is great and I'm choosing to trust him and I'm choosing to go forth in his will and his way because what the Lord offers is better than what I've been doing in the world. So Lord God, help your children, Heavenly Father. Help them to be not be any counterfeits, Heavenly Father. In fact, Lord God, we thank you for the exposure of the counterfeits. We thank you for the exposure of the darkness. Lord God, not for the sake of calling out people, but for the sake of the deliverance and the opportunity for redemption and reconciliation, Lord God, for the opportunity of repentance to take place, Lord God. So Father, I thank you that you are rebuilding, Lord, your houses, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we will not grow faint. We will not grow weary. We will not become depressed. We will not question who you are, but Lord God, we will remain faithful. We will remain right standing with you, Lord God, and we will continue to declare and decree the things of your word. We will speak life into those things, Heavenly Father, that you have promised us, Lord God. We will declare and decree what you said, what you showed us, Lord God, so we will not be shaken by what we see in the natural. We will not be shaken by the darkness, the storms, Lord God, but in fact, Lord, we recognize, we see from the spiritual realm, Heavenly Father, that the breaking is only for the rebuilding, Lord God. So I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that you are challenging us to build, Lord God, that you are even revealing to us how we will build in this world, Lord God. What is it that you have called each and every one of us to do that it may bring glory to you, Heavenly Father? Lord God, you are showing us, Lord, that the faithful ones, Lord, you are ready to utilize in a greater capacity, and we will not run from it, Lord God. We will not mishandle it, Lord God. In fact, Heavenly Father, I just pray that you remove any form of procrastination, any form of a lack of discipline, any form of mental turmoil that causes us to delay. Father, every form of distraction, Lord, we call it out in the name of Jesus, and we declare and decree that through the Holy Spirit that we are focused, we are disciplined. We are consistent, Heavenly Father. And Lord God, I speak over the health of every single person on this call or who is um, listening to the call, our family members. Lord God, we bind and break every form of sickness, Lord God. Whatever respiratory cold and flu that is going around, Lord God, we declare and decree, Heavenly Father, that it will not harm us, it will not delay us, it will not defeat us, but in fact, it causes us to run closer to you, Lord God. In fact, we trust the Holy Spirit will do the healing work that needs to take place, Lord God. And so, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for the recovery season. I thank you for the healing. And Lord God, if you allowed the sickness for the sake of us being rested and sitting down and really allowing your spirit to saturate our hearts, then so be it, Heavenly Father. But Lord, I declare and decree that we will not fall from any form of sickness, that we will not be defeated, Lord God. But Lord, we will allow the work that you need to take place to happen, Heavenly Heavenly Father. So Lord God, I just thank you for the healing power that is coming upon us. That Lord God, you are not only healing us in the natural, but you are building us up spiritually, Lord God. That there is a hunger and a thirst to seek your word, to remember, Lord God, that by your stripes, Lord God, we are healed. For you were beaten, you were you were cut on our behalf that we may 
be healed of every cut that we experience, Lord God. So Heavenly Father, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus for your healing power. I thank you, Lord God, that we breathe clearly. I thank you, Lord God, that every form of mucus and phlegm is is coming out even now, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord, that we have no problems breathing. I thank you, Lord God, that sickness, Lord God, high blood pressure, cholesterol, Lord God, mental health issues, Lord God, we declare and decree, Lord God, that you are doing a healing work in the bodies of your children, Lord God, that we are able to be mobile. We are able to do the work of the Lord. We have a clear sound mind, Heavenly Father, that we have um, we have the confidence, we have the clarity that is needed to go about doing what you are asking of us, Heavenly Father. Every joint issue, every muscle issue, Lord, let there be a quick restoration of our muscles and, our, and um, the ligaments and joints of our body, Heavenly Father. Let every cell be reformed and cleansed, purified to where it is this natural, to where it is in this natural state, Lord God. Every function of our body is submitted to the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. So Lord, I declare and decree that from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet, we are covered with the blood of Jesus internally and externally, Lord God. So Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your healing power. I thank you for your protection, Lord God. I thank you in the name of Jesus that we are not broken, that we are not stumbling, that we we are not slowing down in terms of delay, but Lord God, if you call us to slow down, it is for the sake of hearing you clearly, Lord God. So Lord God, we also cover the nations. We cover our governments. Lord, we cover our our leaders, Heavenly Father. Lord, we do not know who you have called, but Lord, we will trust, Lord, that you will give us the wisdom and the discernment and who to see, who to pray for, who to believe in, Lord God. Father God, I pray against these wars that that are being prepared to take place. Father God, I recognize that we are in the last days. You said there would be wars, but Father God, if there is any war that you do not need to happen, then Father God, I call forth that there will be a divine an interception, Lord God, that the Holy Spirit will come and begin to shift things in our favor, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we declare that your will will be done in every aspect of our lives and every aspect of this world, for you are sovereign, Lord, and I just pray that we as your children, Lord, we steward our positions here well, Lord God. We understand that we take part in voting. We understand that we take part in laws and things. So, Lord, give us the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding to do what is necessary for the sake of the the gospel moving forward, for the sake of your kingdom moving forward, Heavenly Father. So Lord, I thank you that you have called us up. I thank you, Lord, that you are purifying us. I thank you, Lord, that we are thinking with a godly, holy mindset. I thank you, Lord, that you have plucked and cleansed our eyes, that, Lord, we don't function with the negative, with the evil lust of this world, that we don't function with the evil lust of of, of the flesh, Lord God, but we function with the fruit of the spirit, Lord God. So Lord, I just thank you, Heavenly Father, for your daughters. I thank you that we are the warriors. I thank you that you have called us for. I thank you, Lord, for your sons, Lord. I thank you for the members of the body of Christ that you are dismantling every lie of the enemy that has kept them blinded from seeing who they truly are in you, Lord God. So Father, I thank you for the revelation of identity in Christ. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are dealing with our hearts, that you are bringing our flesh to subdue to subjection of the Holy Spirit, that you are helping us to have a hunger and thirst for your presence, Lord God, that we will live, breathe, Lord God, in you, Lord God, that we would not be able to function without being in your presence 
throughout the day. So Lord, I thank you that we are abiding. We are remaining. We are not fickle, Lord God, that we are doing what is necessary to maintain the relationship with you, Lord God. So what a privilege it is for us to be able to do such a thing, Lord God. So Father, I thank you that there's an increase of understanding of your word. There's an increase of uh, capacity to read and meditate on your word. That Lord God, you are even revealing mysteries to us, Lord God. I thank you that we are ascending. We are coming up higher, Lord God. That Lord, we are bringing our flesh low for the sake of coming higher in the spiritual realm. So Lord, I thank you and I praise you. We give you all the honor and the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you all for being on the call and um, I'll have the replay in our chat. If anything comes up as the Holy Spirit um, asks you for, you know, if there's prayer that you need additional like private prayer, you can reach out. Um, I know there's a lot of people that have come to me. That sickness thing is trying to come across a lot of people, but I definitely believe that um, the Lord's doing the healing work already. And so, you know, definitely don't be shaken by things that you're hearing, seeing, and feeling. Um, getting your word, like literally arm up with the word because the shaking is going to keep going for a while. Um, I would even say probably these next three months, there's going to be so much shaking. Even in this month, there's more stuff that's going to happen. But I just want us to be rooted and grounded in the word to where we are not worried. We are not panicking. We are not allowing the panic of the world to make us question the God that we serve. So I love you all. Um, You know, just continue to be well, continue to obey, do what the Lord is asking of you. Continue to read first John. Like I said, um, this is about knowing him. This is about experiencing and encountering him in a greater way that you would know him. And that would in turn help you to know your identity greater in him, which will help you to know how to navigate things this year. So once again, love you all. Have an amazing day and um, God bless. Bye. Thank you for joining our latest episode. I hope that you were blessed and tremendously impacted and motivated to be the global visionary that you were called to be. If you desire to stay connected or even to join some of our morning prayer calls, please feel free to email us at globalvisionariespodcast at gmail.com. And make sure that you like and follow and subscribe so that way you receive an alert when our next episode is made available. Once again, thank you for joining Global Visionaries Deep Wells of Wisdom and Truth podcast. Have a blessed day.